December 11, 
for uh, Fire Island, but uh, a low, uh, uh, long, narrow stretch of pebbled sand. And this is the town of, of Portsmouth. It's a tiny, tiny town on the island of Dominica, uh, which uh, was settled uh, hundreds of years ago and is considered one of the more uh, primitive of the islands in the Caribbean. There's very few roads, and uh, it's uh, pretty much the same way that uh, Christopher Columbus thought uh, back in 1492. They're still living on this island. Carib Indians, there are only about maybe 75 or 80 left in the world, and these are the original Indians that, that uh, Columbus saw when he first uh, arrived in this part of the world and thought that he was looking at either Chinese or uh, Indian Indians from the continent of India. And uh, it is the Carib Indians, Carib, C-A-R-I-B, who uh, gave the uh, name to the entire Caribbean area. There's about 75 of them left, and, and uh, they all live on this island, a very fast disappearing breed. Uh, this is a very tropical island, heavily, uh, tremendously forested, and has tremendous rainfall. In fact, the uh, rainy season has just ended, but it still rains pretty much every day. And we're surrounded by coconut palms, it's very luxurious, tremendous growth. Uh, we're in a compound, which is still on the beach, compound of bamboo and uh, coconut fronds. And the pigs are slowly turning on a strip right down on the waterfront, serving the drink that you drink everywhere in the Caribbean. If you've never had it, uh, uh, I, I, I would hardly believe it, because it's the most common drink in the Caribbean, and it's Caribbean rum punch, which is, of course, rum and, and uh, some sugar and a lot of lime juice. And, some water and ice, and it's a very potent and deceptive drink. Uh, when you first drink it, you think you're drinking a rather uh, a kind of a mean uh, lemonade. And after the second drink, uh, <laughs> you don't care whether you're having mean lemonade or whether it's cookies or not. But uh, I'd like to, uh, the band, by the way, is very interesting. This is uh, not the kind of band that people think of in terms of the usual commercial Caribbean Island uh, uh, field drum band. That's uh, that's much more of a commercial thing, and, and uh, it's far more, I suppose, sophisticated than what you hear here. The band consists of a, of a concertina, a guy playing a piece of lead pipe, and somebody playing what looks like a uh, lid of a garbage can, and someone else playing three or four sticks of bamboo, which he rattles together. That's the way they, the way they sound. Crowd is now all dancing in the uh, dirt here. This is a strictly uh, gravel dirt and uh, a little coral here and there. And there's the band. Just finishes this number, <laughs> just as I'm describing it. But uh, we uh, we sailed back from uh, uh, Guadeloupe or rather the Saint, uh, the Georges this afternoon, and uh, we've been uh, traveling. For those of you who are just tuning in on this, you know what it's all about. I've been uh, privileged, uh, I think, really, been invited by a group of yachtsmen who have decided this year to retrace the uh, route and the steps that were taken throughout the Caribbean Island by Christopher Columbus, generally credited with the discovery of uh, the whole Americas. And we are retracing this, uh, this 
journey throughout the Caribbean. We've been to several islands that he, he landed on, and I've read letters and uh, notes and so on that he made about the various islands. And although he missed the Georgias, he sailed just a few miles north of them, never quite saw them. He did see and uh, make a landing on uh, the island that we're on now. And this, uh, this island is, is, uh, has to be one of the most untouched of all the islands that, uh, that Columbus touched on himself. In other words, it hasn't changed that greatly from the time he was here to the time uh, uh, the present. In fact, uh, here at this, this big pig race tonight, I met a guy from Radio Jimbo. Radio Jimbo is a call sign, and uh, they're uh, the first radio station here on Dominica. They, they've just come into into action here three months ago, so you can see how far uh, things have progressed here. This is the first radio station on the island. In fact, it's the first French-speaking station to cover uh, uh, Guadalupe and uh, Martinique, uh, strictly a uh, uh, Caribbean station. They have commercials and all, and uh, they went on the air about three months ago. He says, oh, anyway, they're waiting to record Bob Boomigan. Everybody out here says he's uh, He's uh, very much into music, and you know, the thing that fascinates me is that, is that when you get down in this area, you, you forget completely about things like television and Canon and, and uh, the, whole, uh, the whole media scene that is so, uh, I suppose, drenched the world up north uh, throughout pretty much the Western world. But down here, very little of a touch with the people, and it's just uh, much more of a, of a, perhaps out of a touch with the world civilization. <laughs> I, I, I just let you uh, turn, turn the, I'll turn the gain up a little bit here and you can hear just the sound of these people just walking around. There, there are hundreds of them. And they, they haven't been invited, by the way. We just heard the sound of the music and they came drifting down out of the out of the uh, out of the jungle and through the forest and through the little towns here to the shore where this uh, castle is being held. And it, it, it was never considered to be this big when we first started it. The, the captain of the Celestial, which is the, uh, the sailing boat that we're sailing around the Caribbean on down here, when they put this thing together, they figured, you know, there'd be a couple of boats here and we'd have this pig roast. But what happened is that it began to uh, snowball and, uh, the way it appears now, the entire island of uh, Dominica has uh, come down to the shore here to uh, dig the pig scene and to uh, listen to the music and so on. It's uh, very difficult to, uh, to record here. I hope you understand it because the people are moving around and they're curious and, and it's uh, dark. It's very dark. The only light here is a, is a French uh, camping lantern that's hanging from a palm tree. And of course, the light of the uh, fire down on the beach where they're roasting the pig, uh, all the rest of it is in darkness. And you see faces shifting by here, and it's a kind of a wild, ghostly scene. And I've been spending the last 20 minutes uh, dancing in the, in the dirt. It's the first time I've danced in the dirt in a long time. Uh, and uh, in the darkness, with uh, this uh, little native combo here banging it out. And he, uh, I can see from where I'm standing uh, off to my right. I can see out over the uh, lagoon here, just outside of the town of Portsmouth, which is, uh, that, that sounds like it, it would be a big town, but the town of Portsmouth uh, roughly is about, I'd say roughly about the size of uh, Lincoln Center. It covers uh, about that area. Just a tiny town on the coast of Ireland. And this is a, a genuine tropical paradise. It's, uh, it looks a lot like the 
what you'd imagine a South Sea Island to look. It doesn't look like Nassau or Bermuda or uh, the Grand Bahamas. It's just a, a true tropical island, a huge palm tree, hot, warm, uh, moist, sultry weather, and, and uh, the water is actually still out, uh, out in the bay, lagoon. And I can see the three sailing vessels that uh, our little fleet that is composed of just uh, resting at anchor out there with their running lights on. And there's a, a moon hanging over the the uh, Celestial, which is the boat that I'm sailing on. It's a very tiny uh, 16th moon, a little sliver moon. But it's uh, reflecting on the lagoon here. It's just a beautiful, beautiful sight. Uh, you know, I, I, I have a feeling that in about 10, maybe 15 years, uh, the Caribbean, as we know it today, will be absolutely uh, non-existent, completely uh, changed and altered because of the natural march of events. But it's kind of great to come down here and see it this way. If you've never seen the Caribbean by sailing vessel, I don't think you've ever really seen the Caribbean. Uh, the charter yacht that we're on, it's a catch. 71-foot ocean-going uh, sailboat, beautiful boat, built in, uh, built in uh, England in 1970 or 71, and it's called a 71 Ocean, which is a type of boat, uh, a manufacturer, rather, and it's a catch-rig, 71-foot uh, ocean-going racing uh, fiberglass-hulled boat, and she is beautiful. And there are two other beautiful sailing boats down here, and, and, and I've visited the Caribbean many times before, but uh, coming down here by sailing vessel is another scene entirely. Every time you catch into one of these coves, you drop anything, jump off the side of the boat and do a little skin diving, a little scuba diving, and uh, the kids roll out in their little rowboats and play with bananas and oranges. And it's, just a, it's just a scene that... Uh, it reminds you a lot of the way it must have been when Nordoff and Hall and people like that first went out to the South Seas back around the time of World War One. Uh, in addition to that, too, of course, uh, living aboard a boat uh, gives you an entirely different perspective of the island. Uh, your whole world is water. And if you love to swim and skin dive and scuba dive and just, just uh, feel the wind on your face, uh, sailing is the only thing, really, to do down here. Probably the best sailing in the world is down in this area. That uh, sailors from all over the world come here to sail in the Caribbean because it's, it's to sailing what, say, uh, Garmisch or Innsbruck is to skiing. Uh, once you've sailed in the Caribbean, you've sailed. <laughs> That's saying I've skied at Innsbruck. But uh, the, the land is so interesting and the winds are great there's a steady trade winds blow over these islands and when Columbus first came upon these shores the Carib Indians by the way were quite unfriendly he uh, he ran into all kinds of trouble here and in fact several of his men uh, were were mauled badly I think he even lost a couple right in this area and the uh, the reports went back to Spain and and uh, Columbus writes, and I'm quoting him here, I was mightily surprised to find that the natives who had heretofore been so friendly had uh, suddenly turned and become entirely different to my men and myself. So uh, that's the island really basically that we're talking about. 
Well, let's see here a little of this music right now. The band has started now, and, and uh, they say in about 15 minutes the pig will be done, and the crowd will surge down there and have, uh, have a little of that hot roast pork. Look at this band now. They're off in the distance there. They're about, oh, they're about 100 feet from me, but the crowd between me and them is really dead in the darkness. So this is very dark where I am. In you think this is a commercial affair, it's anything but. Here's this little band. Now listen carefully. careful, you can hear that lead pipe about every third or fourth uh, beat. He, he blows a long, single moaning note. I'll uh, go down and record a little of this after the commercial break and let you hear some of the actual music right close on. Hold on. <laughs> the kids are all gathered around me. All, as I talk to you here, there's a, in the darkness, there's about 15, 7 or 8-year-old kids all standing around silently looking at me. And uh, I wonder what they think, uh, what they know or what they don't know about what I'm doing. They just stand in the darkness and look. And uh, time is, uh, time is uh, moving along here because uh, the crowd is getting bigger. And uh, it's only about 9 o'clock or so here in the evening, 9.15, something like that. But the, uh, the way it looks, by the time this party is ready to begin, really, in about an hour, we're probably going to have 5,000 people down here on the beach. It's just spreading. <laughs> Pretty soon the whole island of Dominica is going to be there. But you just tuned in. I am right now standing in the sand, in the darkness, on the island of Dominica, deep in the heart of the Caribbean islands, down in the West Indies. And we're having a pig roast. And I've just come ashore from a beautiful sailing yacht, the Celestial. So S-E-A-L-E-S-T-I-A-L, Celestial. And uh, this is W-O-R New York, and I'll be back in, oh, however long it takes to give you a real run for your money with these commercials. Hello. <laughs> what do you do here? Well, I just come along and see what's going on. I go and find out whether they need us any food. And if they like to go up to the Indian River, and if they are need of a taxi to go up to the car river, and if they need to clean on the side, or do, do any top side. And do you tell them how beautiful your island is? Yes, I do. You like your island? Yes. How long do you live here, Philip? Well, I live here for a long time, and since I was born <laughs> up to the present time. How long is that? 17 years from now. Do you ever want to go anywhere else? Yes. I've been to Tifola, Virgin Gorda, St. Martin, and all the other little islands. Would you like to come to the United States sometime? Yes, I would like to come to the United States sometime. What would you do there? Well, anything I got to do, if I got to work, I would work. Or if I got to live with some money, that, that is the okay time. Well, we're, we're talking to that Philip, <laughs> uh, Philip Romain, and he came down to the yacht. He comes down to his little boat every day and sees where the people want bananas. Where do you get the bananas anyway, Philip? Well, we go up to the farmers and ask them if they don't have any bananas to sell for us, and they sell us here. And sometimes we put it to right, flag it, and twist and get it right. If they, need it, if they want it green, we can get it for them green and very fresh. 
How do you like church? Well, I like it very much because I I would like to bring, I like to tell them all about my island, how beautiful it is, and take them up to the Indian River. It is a very beautiful place. Would you like to be a tourist? Yes, I, I, I would like to be a tourist to go down to America and get the places to see how beautiful they are. Then you could have a camera around your neck, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it takes pictures and buy plenty of hats. Yeah. Like all the tourists doing funny makeup. Buy funny hats and take pictures. Buy funny baskets and all the fun things. Hey, what do you think of this pig roast tonight? Well, I feel it is very good, but I feel that it should be better. How, c- how could they make it better? Very easy to get, get um, it organized early so that all the passengers can from the boat. They could meet it already, already, so that it will last time. It is. You have, are you going to have any roast pig tonight? Well, I think so. If I get any of my friends to give me some, I will have some. Because I like that. How do you like the music tonight? Very, very good. That sounds good, huh? Yeah, they are. You know any of the musicians? Yeah, I know most of them. Are they pretty good? Yeah. Well, we're going to listen to them here in a minute. They'll be fine in a minute. And, and uh, when they get going, uh, how about let's get over and doing some dancing, huh? Yeah, we can do some dancing. <laughs> Thank you, fellas. We'll see you later, then. We'll be talking to Philip Lemay, and he's uh, drifting around here, like everybody else here at this party. And uh, I thought you might like to see what, uh, what the uh, local natives think of tourists. And uh, uh, you notice that uh, even down here in the, in the uh, islands, they, they recognize that the chief characteristic of a tourist is he carries a camera around his neck and buys funny hats and funny baskets and walks around and buys bananas. <laughs> It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really not, as I said, it's really not a tourist area. And for those of you who tuned in just a couple of seconds ago, or maybe a minute ago, I don't want this to die. This is just, I'm doing this on the island of Dominica, which is not to be confused with, uh, confused with the uh, Dominican Republic, which is a totally different uh, entity. This is the island of Dominica, D-O-M-I-N-I-C-A. And uh, we're on the beach. It's uh, about 9.30, 10 o'clock, and you can hear the sound of the tropical uh, insects and the sound of the frogs and birds and so on. It's yet, I think I'll just turn the game up a little bit, and you can hear some of these some of these insect sounds all around us here at night. This, you're listening to a true, a true tropical night. Uh, it really sounds on any given night down here in the deep Caribbean. We're about 1,500 miles uh, due... Uh, east and south of uh, Florida, about oh, 150, 200 miles from the coast of South America, way down in the, in the deep Caribbean. The uh, water outside of the, these islands, by the way, is extremely deep. Uh, these are volcanic islands, largely. Uh, some of them still have live volcanoes on them. In fact, the island of Martinique, with Mount Pele, has a... Uh, which is not too far from there, about 20, 30 miles, has a, has a fantastic volcano, which in 1902 uh, blew its top and killed 30,000 people in the space of about 15 or 20 seconds. So uh, it is not all tourists and uh, instamatics down here. The water is very deep. There's tremendous fishing in this area with tail fishing, tarpon, and marlin, and 
all of that. So you didn't see an occasional white shark out here, but the party's really getting getting pretty wild here now. It's, uh, uh, it seems like every minute uh, more kids arrive out of the woods, and they're just drifting in all by themselves to see what's going on down here. And the band is taking five minutes here. And we're retracing uh, Columbus's uh, footsteps. We've done a lot of traveling around. And, oh, one thing I wanted to say is uh, this afternoon uh, uh, in uh, in Trade Hope, which is uh, on one of the islands of the Georges, they're called the, the Georges, the super little island just south of Guadalupe. It's uh, kind of wild to go to this little French, kind of a French fishing village that's been settled centuries ago by French, and it's very French to see a village and very tropical. We have a feeling that Gauguin uh, could very well have lived here. In fact, well, Gauguin did live in Martinique for a while before he went out to the South Seas. But it's clearly a Gauguin kind of a feeling and, and uh, uh, very tropical. And you go into the little store where they sell stamps and cigarettes and, and uh, various uh, things like uh, Noxima. To see a collection of uh, Christmas ornaments, little uh, French uh, bulbs and little Christmas trees, and they had a they had a little plastic Christmas tree. Now, of course, it's obvious that the pine trees are like that, just that they don't grow down here. There's a little plastic Christmas tree sitting there, <laughs> waiting for somebody to come in and buy it. And, and uh, it was a just a, a series of incongruous uh, little notes, and yet kind of totally uh, universal. Very, very uh, universal note there. But uh, he sailed south to, to Dominica, and in, in, in all my travels, I, I uh, having been many times to the Caribbean, I must say this trip to the Caribbean is very different from any I've ever taken. Primarily because uh, it's, it's on board a sailing ship. Uh, it, it, it's just gives a flavor and a and a and a beat and a and a tenor to your life all day long down here that uh, makes the entire trip a total experience apart from uh, an episodic experience. And of course the way most people come down here when they when they're going to stay aboard a sailing vessel is to charter a vessel. Literally what we did is uh, chartering these vessels that are uh, captained by uh, Intrepid, uh, usually Englishmen, by the way. Almost all the charter captains down here are, are Englishmen that have uh, gone tropics and they're, they're all licensed uh, master seamen and they sail their uh, sailing vessels in and out of these islands like they've been here all, all, all their lives. It's such a breed. And all through these islands, you see people who are expatriates of all, all nationalities, the Swedes and, and uh, even an occasional Russian and Americans, of course, and British. And uh, they're all uh, drifting in and out of these islands and sort of melding into the background and into the into the scenery. And it's uh, a kind of a backwash of uh, North American and South American civilization here. They're all kind of tropical languor. A lot of kids here down down in this area are from the California area. I've noticed uh, that are crewing, working on the ships, the sailing boats, the sailing vessels that sail in and out of the islands. And many of them are ex-surfers. I guess uh, once you've had the surfing scene for enough years and you've, you've uh, hollered first off at Laguna enough times and you've done your scuba diving uh, uh, in Half Moon Bay enough, you finally decide that you're going to drift into another way of life and they're drifting down here and they're, uh, they're 
surfers and ex-scuba uh, divers, and of course they're doing the really same thing down here, no surfing of course, but there's plenty of scuba diving, and, and uh, they just live the languid, easy life, although it actually isn't uh, an easy life, it's a tough, hard life uh, being a crewman on one of these sailing vessels, but it's all part of that kind of uh, uh, California hedonism, which is uh, slowly working its way here into the Caribbean a lot of that surface down here. In fact, I was talking to a kid this afternoon aboard one of the boats, and he uh, spent all of his life around Laguna Beach, and, and uh, finally he decided he had enough of the surfing scene. I said, well, what, what brought you down here? He said, right, it's uh, the next step. <laughs> so there is a kind of a universal, unspoken, un, un, uh, unheralded union around the world of uh, people who are drawn inevitably to the traffic. They, uh, the kids absolute lure that the tropics have for some people is, is, uh, is unmistakable. And when you see it uh, in action, uh, you know that there's never any comeback. It, it, it reminds me a lot of, uh, of Conrad, uh, Joseph Conrad, some of the stuff that he uh, that uh, Somerset Mom did. You, you see many guys who in other years would be called the mittens men. They're chasing the area that Columbus touched with fire getting off there. But uh, they had a pig race. And any minute now, the, the party's going to break out, I think, into a gigantic dance. The music has been hot. The night is tropical and cool. The wind is blowing through the palm trees above me here. It's truly an uh, idyllic scene. Down in the room, the water is uh, picking up the light of the moon, and the ships are riding at anchor. I can see they're running lights out there. And tomorrow, uh, I'll be on board the uh, Celestial again. Our captain and our little brave intrepid crew, and we're setting sail for the island of Guadalupe, which is a French island, and it's part of the French nation. It's not a possession. It's, uh, it's what they call a department of France, which is like a state, and uh, they're French, and they're very different from this island, which is not French, and uh, it's basically uh, an English island. The people here are very dark and very friendly and, and uh, very Caribbean and the, the ultimate sense. So uh, the pig race is about to get underway. The uh, pig is just about done. I can smell the, the uh, rich aroma of crackling. And uh, the band is resting on its haunches now. The rum punch is flowing freely here in the hot tropical night. And it won't be long before they're going to put the first port to the, to the first pig that, that announces that it's done. So we'll see you tomorrow from Guadalupe. In the meantime, hang loose and look out for that, that uh, Caribbean rum punch. It sneaks up on you like a daybed about to spring in the dark.